Welcome to the Ruby Plus Podcast, episode 15. Today's podcast is sponsored by rubyplus.com. rubyplus.com provides training in Ruby and Rails. Visit us at rubyplus.com. Program to where the performance puck is going to be, not where it has been, by DHH. David argues the case for developing products that will perform according to the performance in the future when it's released to create great experience for the users. Mini Test Cheat Sheet by Tom Dolling. Mini Test is a small testing framework where tests are written in plain Ruby as opposed to using a custom DSL. It has a gentler learning curve than RSpec and is the default testing framework for Rails. This cheat sheet covers basic test structure, the default assertions, class level options, and writing custom assertions. Dynamic Breaking Points in Ruby by Kier Shatrov. Debugging a large code base can sometimes be a pain, especially if you're new to it and you don't know all about the classes and relations in the system. This article covers a way to debug not well-known code base using dynamically created breakpoints. Ruby is so dynamic that you can create breakpoints on the go. Improving Rails Performance with Better Background Jobs by Luis Rojero. It is not unusual to think about scalability as an easy thing to achieve. Hosting services such as Heroku are able to provide more resources to our applications, such as RAM or CPU, with just a few clicks, right? However, while upgrading infrastructure is needed, a valid option, the author believes most apps out there can scale just as well with code alone. Tag along to check a few tips on how to use available resources more efficiently and maybe save your project some money. Building a Rack Web Server in Ruby by Kevin Sylvester an excellent tutorial that builds a Rack-based web server from scratch. It gives a crash course on HTTP and Rack using sockets in Ruby, exploring a command line interface in Ruby and logging. Automatic Differentiation in Ruby by Tom Stewart. Finding the derivative of a mathematical function on a computer can be difficult, but there's a clever trick that makes it easy. First, write a program that computes the function, then execute it under a non-standard interpretation of its values and operations. In this article, the author shows you how that works in Ruby. Beware the ORM, Locking and Joins by Travis Hunter. As DHH eloquently put it, Ruby, Rails, and other ORMs are sharp knives, and developers must be empowered to make better decisions by convention, by nudges, and through education not by banning sharp knives from the kitchen and insisting everyone use spoons to slice tomatoes. The SQL Alternative to Counter Caches by Eric Anderson. This article discusses the complexity costs of counter caches, its SQL alternative, and its advantages. An Introduction to Action Cable in Rails 5 by Samuel Mullen. Ruby on Rails 5.0 Plus has been out for a few months now and has brought with it a number of much-needed improvements, adequate record, Rails API, and a few which were more controversial, such as application record. When it was first announced, Action Cable was among the more controversial features, coming as a surprise to even some of the core team, but now it's regarded as the next logical step in Rails' evolution. Action Cable brings web sockets to your Rails application, allowing for real-time features to be written in Ruby in the same style and form as the rest of your Rails application, while still being performant and scalable. Of course, Ruby can only be run on the server, so it also provides a JavaScript framework as part of the stack. Bootstrapped, Profitable, and Proud. Our journey to 1 million in annual recurring revenue at Fusion, by Fusion. 
Fusion are well known for their passenger project, one of the first ways to easily deploy Ruby web apps. FixNum and BigNum are deprecated in Ruby 2.4. One of the notable changes in the upcoming Ruby 2.4 release is the unification of FixNum and BigNum into a single integer class. Following that change, the legacy classes were deprecated recently. There is a Rails 5 pull request that avoids triggering those deprecation warnings with a feature detection. If you maintain code that references those constants, you might want to adopt this pattern in your projects too. Please check out the podcast section of rubyplus.com for links to all the articles mentioned during this Ruby Plus podcast. Thank you for listening to the Ruby Plus podcast. Be sure to tune in once every other Thursday for the latest news in the Ruby developer community. You can subscribe in your podcast app of choice or listen on our website, rubyplus.com. As always, if you have stories that you would like us to share, be sure to email us at feedback at rubyplus.com or tweet the show at rubyplus.com.